All right, hello, and welcome back to the Sticks Golf Tournament Recap Show. Uh, this week, we had a couple of blowouts. You know, I mean, Billy Horschel absolutely blew the field out at, uh, at the Memorial, especially with that eagle putt on 15. And then Minji Lee really never gave up the lead for, you know, Sunday. I mean, she was just always, always in it. And But even more importantly, I think, our very own Trey Wren took a deep run at the Kenridge Invitational uh, this past weekend, which is one of the best amateur golf tournaments on the east coast i think regionally for virginia it's definitely up there so for him to make a deep run and i actually got down to go caddy for him so that was really fun but just a really really great weekend in golf and we're going to talk all about it so let's get to the pod All right, hello, and welcome back to the Sticks Golf Tournament Recap Show. This was a very uh, pro- uh, productive weekend, I would say, for the, for the group. Uh, our boy Trey had an absolute weekend at uh, at Farmington Country Club in Charlottesville at the Kenridge Invitational. Little sure sixty four in the second round. Pretty solid, buddy. Sixty four everywhere. The the tennis racket putter was hot. On <laughs> the tennis bat. The tennis bat was the tennis was bat was great. working. Yeah, I would have liked the tennis bat to work a little bit better on Sunday, and uh, you know, but yeah. it's okay. Made for anyone, nothing for anyone who has ever played Farmington. You you know how how solid of a round that is. Great playing Trey. It was fun yeah. to watch and ultimately it. lost in the playoff. And I that was where I had my only three putt of the week, which I had mm. to have been had to have been the only player in the field not to have a three putt on those greens. They were slick and the pins were just rude on a couple of holes, but yeah, we love it. That's, it, I, it's, it's supposed to play hard and, and I'm glad that it was playing hard. Great, I was, le- I was lucky enough to have been up in DC uh, when I heard that, that our, our, our champion shot 64 on, on Saturday. So I was like, fuck, I got to get there. T3, but T3, yeah, T3, <laughs> whatever. Fuck off. What, what um, are we drinking? What are we drinking tonight, boys? I've got a Vienna lager. One of my I have a water with my mom's name on it. <laughs> I've got shout out, shout out Meg, shout out Meg. Got a passion fruit high noon. Mm. Oh, nice! Just I was at it. our uh, our B Dratty buddy Brian Holstein's wedding on on Saturday. Big golf crowd. Uh, I cannot you know, believe you're drinking out of that. Lot, lots of lots of it's golf. The, it's the Jim Fogelman oh. Low Round Award. <laughs> 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 oh, that's beautiful. If you're not on YouTube, Trey is drinking out of his. Is that your fourth place trophy or your? No, I have a fourth. I have a fourth place trophy. I wasn't ever flex that, but I do have this. That was my was my low tournament round ever. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna, fl- I'm, gonna, I'm gonna flex not i've shot i think i've shot i shot 700 but it was 65 so that was my lowest score Good for you ever. yeah having well, a little nooner out of there i like that well the, for- the nooners were flown at a wedding i was at on saturday uh, oh yeah one of, our, one of our golf buddies and our hopefully future partner with b dratty brian holstein got married and there was just it was a golf industry party is what that wedding was so that was good times hell yeah love it um for those that did not check the instagram story I was lucky enough to just sit in the cart with Trey on Sunday <laughs> and just, I, I guess I caddied technically, but I didn't or, really do much, but uh, <laughs> I, do have, I do have a question. Trey, how did I do as a caddy? Oh, a fantastic. Sunday? And what I told you before we went out there, I was like, look, you're just here to 
for vibes and occasional consultancy. And that's, that's what we did. What did, I say, what did I say to you? Like every time you hit a golf shot, he kept saying, that's pretty good. If you like it, perfect. I was striping. And so we had, we had, we had that on repeat every single time he hit a golf shot. I was like, ah, it's only good. If you like perfect Trey. All right, let's keep going. Only good if you like perfect. And I didn't well, hear that much. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear that much on the greens, unfortunately. But <laughs> no, no, no. For those who don't know, um, you know, we were talking before the show. The Kenridge is really an elite. You know, you wouldn't call it a national amateur event, but it's an elite regional amateur event. Lots of For great sure. college players, lots of legendary mid ams playing that thing every year. Farmington in Charlottesville has got to be a top five course in Virginia, I think. Yeah. Um, Tell us, tell us a little bit about Kenridge and the experience and what makes it such a special golf Gosh, tournament. It's, I, I say this over and over again. It's, it's my, it is everything you want in a golf tournament. It's my favorite golf tournament. It's like the uh, main reason I got my amateur status back. Um, <laughs> it's my favorite it's, amateur golf tournament. I'll put that in there. Number one By golf course is fantastic and it plays very hard for that tournament. They, they max it out, tough pins, long, rough, firm as hell, just hard. So that's fun in itself. Uh, number two the all the social events that they put on so they have you have practice round and then you have first round and then after the first round there's a barbecue on this incredible lawn like first of all the clubhouse at farmington is probably the best in the state other than maybe the one at ccv west hampton but it's it's a huge clubhouse they just have an open bar all the food you can eat after the first round they have a like a formal dinner with you have to wear a, a jacket and mm-hmm. pants and the whole the whole deal and they have a just a high-end dinner open bar after the second round, so the, the culture of the tournament is that everyone just sort of goes, has a good time, drinks. If you play well, great. If you don't, it's yeah, drink, incredible, drink incredible environment. Yeah, and then everyone goes out in Charlottesville downtown after after each round, and it's 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 really really a good time, and so, it's it's just an incredible club. And it's you get the to beauty of it. of yeah, the beauty of the mid amateur scene. Now, obviously, there are college players there. There's probably even some juniors there, but uh, when you get into mid amateur golf and you can really let loose and you're of drinking age. Uh, it's, it's really cool, right? Because you have that balance of great competition, uh, but also the great camaraderie and the social events afterwards. And then a a sneaky best part about this tournament is they have two greens that are super, super exciting that are right next to each other, 13 and 18, and they have bleachers and they have a bar and they have food truck. And it's like a, during the final round, there's probably 50 people up there Mm -hmm. throughout the whole day. So every group gets some action and it's pretty, pretty special. I I happened to hit one to like this yeah, far yeah. On, the, on the drive i was about 13. to say speaking of 16 can you take us through your score 13 or 13 13 yeah take us through your scores on 13 for the three Thir- 13 is an uphill hole the longest it can play is 305 and when it was playing 305 i made double bogey from pin high after after my drive i drove it in a about a 40 yard bunker boned it over the green chunked a wedge dumped it on the green six and then the next two days i had the longest eagle putt i had was like four and a half feet and i made yeah. eagle both times so yeah, I think I think going for it's the play on on Sunday when he hit that through it. I just looked. I was like, "Holy fuck, that's perfect!" It was. <laughs> it, was I mean, it, it literally went to it like literally this. almost went. In. Like if you yeah. get if they, it got they were saying like go in on the, kick, by the yeah. green. It was it was such a good golf shot. Such a good golf shot. Yeah, that honestly I, I haven't said this to you yet, but that was your tournament to win, and we just didn't make any putts on the back. Dude, I know. Mm. Like a, if you made a putt, I, I yeah, literally even one. I, I left yeah. one like. I left one so, so close to going in on 12 that we like put my shadow over the ball and counted to 10 and it didn't fall yeah. in. Yeah. And that's I, 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 yelled at you, I literally yelled at you from the side of the game. Like put your fucking shadow <laughs> on like now, like didn't work. I'm not like this. That's, that's not a real it. thing. Yeah. It seems but. like 
no matter how well you play, it, there's always a woulda, coulda, shoulda out there. I try of course, so hard. Everybody, I try, everybody has one. I try I so hard him, not to not to harp on that. But there's I gave always Trey something. the worst read of all time on sixteen. Just so you cost him. I, yeah. No, I <laughs> no, 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 no. We just we like look. I said that afterwards, <laughs> and he looks at me. He goes, "Dude, don't feel bad. I actually played more break that way." Than oh wow! Told me to. He so told me like, like just okay, outside well, left edge. I was like, this thing's gonna rip right. I played like two balls, and then it broke like a ball left, and I missed it by this much from. So, I mean, it was that never was, going uh, in. It was never going in. But that, like, was, that yeah. was nice, Trey. Trey, you wanted to make sure Tom slept slept okay. Well, that's night. just the truth. <laughs> yeah, I was also no, I so into that round. That was the most fun I had had on a golf course, not playing golf in I don't know how long. That was yeah, that, that was, was it was a blast. Awesome. And and we we had the we had a great time with the final group, even though none of us got it done. Yeah, true. But it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, Paul. Paul, Paul or Ray. Who, uh, Tell us real quick the playoff, how that unfolded, and who okay, won. Okay, so we had uh, Lou Baker, we had Bryce you'll, Corbett, you'll, uh, Lou, Lou Baker, Baker University of Richmond, yeah. Bryce Corbett, Radford, uh, Mid Am named uh, Chad, Chad Foltz. Foltz. So yeah. I, it's funny, uh, I brought him up on on the pod a few weeks ago. Tom, I was talking about the old Hokies that I know uh, from my heyday, um, the guys that played golf at Virginia Tech. I grew up playing against Chad, and he lives in Charlotte, North Carolina now, and. He like me, he didn't really play any competitive golf through his twenties and then got the bug again and he's playing some great golf. I and think he got he, the bug um, on Sunday, he shot sixty four. Yeah. I I did a low back nine, that's why I have this. <laughs> he bo- and he bogeyed eighteen. Oh he bogeyed also 18. hit one of the most insane golf shots I've ever seen in a playoff. Oh my first god. First playoff hole. If if no one's been everyone's in the fairway. Ones, yeah, everybody's in the fairway. And if you haven't been to Farmington, oh actually no. Uh, he wasn't well, the kid that won was not in the fairway. He was in the left rough and he hit it through the tree. Yeah, he did. Um, but and they made a 20 so, foot over par. So false is in the middle of the fairway and there's like a big bush right behind the, 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 uh, the green on 18 and you have to keep it the ball, like right of the whole location. The whole green Everything sits like goes this, pins here. Everything. So he hits what I think is like a pretty decent looking golf shot. Like it's might hang up in like the right fringe, like right roughish area, but if it gets a good hop, it's like got a chance to be really, really solid. And he must have pulled the wrong club or misjudged the win because that bitch threw, flew 10 yards over the green direct oh. to a cart that then like ricochets down the street. <laughs> it went across 85 yards backwards. I, I have to hit next. And I'm like, I, I, we had to wait for his ball to stop moving, first of all. So that took like a minute and a half. His <laughs> oh, ball, it was ball, gnarly. I mean, he had at least 100 yards. And after and like, then he hit an unbelievable golf shot over yeah, a almost, tree to like he, 15 he feet. It. Yeah, he yeah. missed it. But like, he almost hold still it. sick. Yeah, wow. it was, that was insane. Yeah. And then, so well, then I, I, was, I have to say, yeah, definitely a shout out to Chad. I know that that's unfortunate how that yeah. came out, but uh, incredible round for 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 a mid am to hang with you guys. And um, for sure, great job, Chad. He's a good dude too. He he texted me. Uh, he texted me twice over the last few years asking if I want to come down to Charlotte and do the U.S. four ball qualifier with him. I might I might make that road trip this time. Dude, <laughs> now, now you see he's got some game. <laughs> Yeah, now that you can see he shoots 64 at Farmington. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know he's got game, but yeah, that was, that was yeah, awesome. I, I hit a nine iron in the green, and I had my only I, I kind of got a little hose. I my ball ended up like right up against this the collar, like well, against the wall. You didn't hit a very rough. good golf shot either. Well, it didn't need to it, I, I wish it had missed the green. I yeah, would hit a chip. Yeah, like fair. I had yeah. to like hit this little it like, been better if the green I had to like kind of stab at it, hooked my putt, and I left myself like a seven footer above the hole. That's not what you want no. ever. And you and honestly I, hit a decent putt. It just like I did. It just didn't like, 
You just can't have that putt. You yeah, can't have a seven footer that breaks two, two and a half feet. Yeah. You just so. can't give yourself that putt. And then uh, Bryce Corbett from Radford ended up making a par on the fourth playoff hole. It's it's no one's birding that hole in a playoff unless if you do, you have absolute stones. I mean, it's like a it's like a three iron, eight iron par four par four with an insane green. Like the or, it's like a, or it's like a three wood rope rope hook, three wood yeah snap hook and then a pitching wedge yeah. like on like a like a size like a like a table like you, you yeah. have to like land on a and the closest where the, like we put it on our story the closest you can get a ball to stop that hole like no matter what if you miss the putt the ball just rolled down the slope to like four feet yeah like you and couldn't that, get a ball that was if it was going dead pace yeah it's it's so tough like lou like baker lipped out and his ball went five feet away it's insane yeah, it's gross did he miss but, that putt to lose i didn't see no him. no no he no he and on the last playoff hole he hit in the right rough and, and got a terrible eye and he hit shot that came up short and rolled all the way back down the hill mm, and then he okay. chipped it chipped it to like and 20 feet it to there. and then lipped out from 20 yeah. feet i thought he made it he had a great putt and that was really well played but you know bryce corbett got it done great great dude radford well because great of stuff. the amazing play of trey <laughs> uh i did not watch a fucking second of <laughs> professional golf so i have i know that billy horschel blew out the memorial and i know minji lee blew out the u.s open but like i i, I got nothing yeah i was uh I was home on the couch. I got to play earlier in the day. I went down and met some friends at Kings Mill and, and played at the river course on, uh, on Sunday morning. Oh, nice, dude. I was, uh, I was on the, it was so funny guys. Cause I was on the couch flipping back and forth between the women's open and Memorial enjoying both just for, you know, watching the golf. But the only exciting thing that was actually happening was refreshing my phone to see the scores at the Kenridge to see yeah. what was going on with Trey. And I was also obviously rooting for, uh, for Chad Foltz as well. So it was just kind of funny because both the tournaments on TV were blowout. Meanwhile, it was like back and forth, back and forth, you know, hitting refresh on the, uh, on the Kenridge scores. So anyway, yeah. um, we'll start with the women's open, you know, kind of a bummer that we didn't have a, a tighter finish, but it, I still thought the the golf course showed off beautifully. Pine needles looked absolutely stunning on tv um you know we talked about on this pod before kyle franz did an unbelievable restoration there and i thought the course played really really great and just looked great they did some incredible drone drone work throughout the event not just you know previewing holes but during action um minji lee incredible performance she she's she absolutely bombs the ball she was just you know getting it way down there having wedges into those difficult greens and putted great fantastic uh kind of one interesting theme you know we we've talked about uh, i think i said this was the year of the caddy uh after <laughs> we had uh ted scott you know win with scotty at the masters and then um bones winning with jt at the pga well uh the year of the caddy continues jason gilroyd um he caddied for christy kerr in 2007 the last time U.S. Women's Open was at Pine Needles, and he was caddying for Minji Lee this weekend. So, <laughs> the year of the caddy. How about the that? year of the caddy. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Does he like live at Pine Needles? Like, why is he just <laughs> like sick at Pine Needles? Like, what, 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 I don't. I need some explanation. I don't know. I, I think I think it's coincidence. I think he was full time caddy for Christie at the time, and full time for Minji now, as far as I know. Um, another cool note: that there's a couple interesting ties to the previous Pine Needles U.S. Women's Opens. Uh, Kari Webb. Um, so Minji Lee, for those who don't know, she's <clears throat> Australian. Um, her parents were from Korea, but um, they Min um, Lee's sister. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Min Woo Lee is is her younger brother. Uh, fun fact: they are the only brother sister combo to have both won the U.S. Junior. So obviously Min, Min Woo won the U.S. Boys Junior, and and Minji won the U.S. Girls Junior. So that's pretty, pretty cool. Pretty strong. 
pretty cool deal. Yeah. And um, yeah, and um, so growing up Australian, uh, Kari Webb was really uh, Minji Lee's idol and has now become her mentor. They talk constantly. Kari won the U.S. Women's Open at Pine Needles in 2001, so she gave her some good advice throughout the week. Also, Minji broke Annika's. Um, there, it was a tie for the lowest ever 72-hole score in a U.S. Women's Open. She broke Annika's uh, um, record from the 1996 Pine Needles uh, Women's Open. So just some interesting stuff there. And then, you know, the money. We, we've talked about, uh, we mentioned back when the announcement was made, this is just absolutely life-changing money for a lot of these girls, not just the ones that, uh, you know, that won or, or top three, but even down on the line, there was the purse was increased dramatically. $1.8 million for the winner uh, for Minji. And then second place, this is a great example of what I'm talking about here. Uh, Mina Haragai, she, she's been on tour for 13 years. She ended up finishing solo second, cashes in $1.1 million. Guys, her career earnings in 13 years are just shy of $3 million. And she wow. finished the second this week and, and cashes in over a million. So good for her so um, taking advantage like, of the large purse. Is this like a large purse, like kind of like a one-off or are they just trying to make the purses much larger it, now? Or Well, when you say that, so it's, it's the USGA, the USGA made a commitment okay. that we want to just really grow the purse. Now, a couple others are following suit. Um, so, you know, a typical, typical winner's check for an LPGA event. I saw Minji won a tournament a few months ago and won 450,000 and this this week she wins 1.8 so that gives you an idea um but uh thankfully some of the other majors are also following suit the chevron championship is going to be you know a million dollar plus payday so is uh the evian championship so you know this was a really a usga initiative um but but yes across the board the lpga and the uh the other governing bodies of their of their other majors are trying to to raise the the profile and raise the purses Fair enough. Well, I love, I love that. And that's only going to be good for the, for women's game. Cause like, <clears throat> you know, just like you see in, in men's golf, the, the more money you can make in the sport, the more elite athletes yeah. of each, of each kind of generation or might be more drawn to the sport. No doubt. Um, more power to them. Let's yeah. do it. Uh, just last little note from, from pine needles. This, uh, Ingrid Lindblad. If you've watched the Anwar the last name. few years. Yeah. Can you say that one more time? Ingrid Lindblad. Is she, that a yeah. Harry Potter that sounds, character? That sounds like a, that sounds like an organ. That's a Harry Potter character. hundred percent. Um, my Lindblad's been acting. <laughs> <laughs> so she's, uh, she's an LSU rising senior. If you've watched the Anwa, the Augusta national women's in the last couple of years, she finished third and second in the last two years at Anwa. Um, she was in contention the, the whole week until really um, late on Saturday. She kind of uh, came, came back to reality a little bit, but she had an awesome finish. I think she finished T11, uh, but that doesn't even really do justice to how in it she really was uh, on Saturday morning. Um, so great plan for her. And she's planning to return to LSU for her senior year. No plans to turn pro, uh, but she'll be a force whenever she does turn pro. I found an interesting note, uh, just a quick side note. I don't know if you guys knew this. I saw that um, as an international student athlete, so she's from Sweden, she's playing at LSU, she cannot accept NIL dollars. It's a student visa issue. Had you guys heard about that? I had not. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That was kind of interesting. Just an interesting side note. You know, Rose Zhang and Rachel Heck and some of these other stars, they're, they're cashing in. They're, they're reportedly making more than six figures a year on, on sponsorship deals while in school. 
Uh, but unfortunately, international students cannot partake. I, I have been I, born like five years later. <laughs> you think you think you've had a no, six but I'm just saying like, that would have been cool. Like that would have been a cool thing just like to have had available. Like, I don't know. Like it's just yeah. you know, I just, I like, I just want some free shirts. <laughs> yeah, fuck. A couple sandwiches, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I just thought Hello it was great. I, I I just thought it was cool. We got discounts on like clubs and stuff, yeah. and, and shoes and everything. Like, oh, Dude, we got a foot joy discount. I don't I don't mean to shit on the Virginia Tech program, but we fucking didn't. You got it for free. Incorrect. What clubs? We did not get clubs no, for free. Any? Well, no, but I'm pretty sure like any college program had some sort of account where you could get stuff at cost. <sighs> maybe your yeah. coach kept that from you. <laughs> maybe well, you, you didn't need it anyway. Jay Hardwick's a fucking dickhead. So oh, I'll, I'll keep that. I'll keep that on the podcast too. Woo. Somebody hears that. Woo. Okay. Uh, um, all right, keep going. Sorry. That just no, me. we're good. So that's oh, all. I, I I really enjoyed the women's open, even though it wasn't a thrilling finish or tight finish. Um, it was just cool to see pine needles. It really showed off well. And Minji was, was incredibly impressive. So what happened? Over, I was going to say what happened at Memorial. You're, you're, yeah. you're ahead of me. Go ahead. Yeah. Moving over to Memorial, uh, Billy Ho, we've talked about a uh, good old Billy Horschel. I think some mixed, uh, takes on him on this I podcast. I love Billy Horschel. I'm on Billy Horschel train. <laughs> I love that guy. I would just wish he wouldn't talk, and then I like him a lot. <laughs> uh, oh, he, I've, said, he, I've said exactly that right here. Before. Yeah, yeah. I, I find him insufferable. However, I have to give him credit. He was, <laughs> he was, a, he was, he was an assassin. I mean, he looked <clears> so confident, and he gave one of the best T flips. You know, everybody knows about like the cl- the club twirl when you, when you really strike one, but. A more subtle one maybe is, uh, you know, when you, you you rip a drive and you bend down, you pick the tee up before before the ball lands, and you just, like, give it that little whip back to the back of the tee box. I like that. <laughs> he gave the most aggressive one of those I've ever seen on 18T after just piping one, like, four up or five up. Uh, yeah, didn't he have, like, a grab the tee and just... <laughs> <laughs> the, the, only, uh, the only thing I saw, really, from the week was that he just made an absolute bomb of a putt on 16 for Eagle. Yeah, fifteen maybe or something. Uh, fifteen, yeah, on Sunday. On Sunday, yeah, to get like a four shot lead or something. It, yeah, it actually. Uh, I said it was a blowout. I mean, he was three shots, three shots clear. You know, from for the uh, midway through the you know back back nine. So, um, I think Joaquin Neiman was posted at nine. Billy was like twelve under. You know, on thirteen, fourteen. Um, I guess Aaron Wise still had a chance, but. When he dropped a 60 footer for Eagle on 15, it was good night. And his dad actually, <laughs> I'm not a Billy Ho fan, but I'm a big Mr. Ho fan. <laughs> yeah, that reaction was his sick. His dad had an incredible reaction. And he had, it's like the last guy on earth you would picture to be Billy Horschel's dad. He looked like he was real gruff and had like an incredible goatee. So um, not, a, not a Billy Ho guy, but I'm a big Mr. Ho guy. Wow. That's, that's I respectable. That. I like that. Um, another interesting thing from, from Memorial, I, I thought I heard it right, and I had to back it up. He called, you know, the good old like come off the 18th green and shake shake Jack Nicholas's hand when you win the Memorial. He called him Buddy and Big Guy in the span of like 30 seconds talking. Billy to Jack Horschel Nicholas. called Jack Nicholas <laughs> yes. Big Guy. I yeah. hope they have a prior relationship because if not, that's kind of bold. I was like, like the first thing Jack said, "Congratulations, Billy." He goes, "Thanks, Buddy." And then, like, they, you know, they, the, the mic's picking up on their little chat. They chatted for maybe 30, 45 seconds standing there. And, um, yeah, then he called him big guy. And I'm like, you know, where, where's, how about Mr. Nicholas? 
Hey, Gary. Hey, He's not even that big. Oh, uh, whatever. Um, but no, that was, and then the only, you know, Memorial's great. It's always a good tournament, right? I mean, beautiful golf course. I, I had more fun watching the, the style of play and the conditions over at Pine Needles more. But uh, Memorial is a beautiful golf course and, and a great tournament, obviously. But um, what do you guys uh, just we can touch on it real quick. Do you guys see uh, Hideki's DQ on the first day, like two holes in? No. Yeah. You yeah. didn't, Tom? No. I, 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 okay. I watched no professional golf. Sport. Yeah. Well, I thought maybe you saw this on the Internet. But um, so day one, um, it's so funny because I saw that morning at like eight in the morning. I see golf works. Um, or golf WRX, however you, I don't know how they pronounce I it. I say WRX. Yeah, I, I don't, think, I don't know. Whatever. Wait, it's 50, 50. Wait, wait, the Instagram you called, account. You called golf WRX golf works. No, it I, looks a, like lot, works. a lot of, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Those people are wrong. It's golf okay. WRX. Why so would it be? I, I saw, what does that mean? I don't know, but that's what it is. I, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm dying on this hill. I'm dying on this hill. I, I'm not. I'm not I say w, with you. I say WRX. Yeah, really? and you're correct. And I'm, and I'm not arguing with you. I just yeah. always kind of thought maybe no. it was a. You know, I don't it's know. Called, but that just club gear so golf works. Guard. It kind of always that made just, sense to me. That just caught me so off guard because I had no idea what you were talking about when you said golf works. Anyway, golf WRX posted on their Instagram <laughs> a picture of Hideki's three wood before the round. And I never confirmed this, but I think this is probably what alerted the tour officials. Um, oh, the drawing, he had, the little Yeah, so thing. he had some whiteout. He had some whiteout that was really that was just a great idea. It was supposed to be there to kind of help him as he set the club up to address it. Um, he but he a, ends up he ends up getting yeah. The tour officials were alerted. You can't tamper with the face. I mean, I I, I heard some people you know whining about the tour. My opinion is, dude, you're on the PJ tour. Your club guys should know this. Like you cannot. You cannot yeah. tamper or alter with the face at all. Um, it's going to affect, it could easily affect the trajectory, the spin rate. So I was, I was all for it. And the tour said, you know, for anyone that says, you know, the, uh, the tour was in the wrong or, or being too harsh or anything like that. The tour official that was interviewed right after it happened said they were alerted about it. They found out about it while he was on his second hole. So Hideki was going to, not be DQ'd if he hadn't hit the club yet. They ran out of this. I, I know all about it too. Oh, okay. they, they ran out there. They said, Hey, like your driver is completely illegal, but have you hit it yet? Cause you can carry a non-conforming club, but if you use it, you're yeah. DQ'd. And he said, yes, I hit it on one. And they said, you're DQ'd. You are DQ'd, sir. That <laughs> fucking stinks, man. That yeah. stinks. All right. Well, we have, uh, we have a guest incoming. So that this will be out in a couple of weeks. The guest episode that we're about to record, but. Uh, that should do it for the tournament recap. And uh, we'll see you at the roundtable. See you guys later. Peace.